Have a safe and happy new year. Happy new year. From the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Lisa, the football mom's pick. The Wonder Years. Cardinals. Ah. That's a bird. That is a bird. She always throws me for a loop on some of these. I haven't heard this. Uh, this angry. it does sound angry. It's from the full length No Closer to Heaven on Hopeless Records came out about eight years ago. Already has three million views. So they got fans. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Very cool. She introduces me to new stuff sometimes. I like it. All right. It is 726 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. And uh, Reese Boyd III is here. So, Reese, um, what did you want to add to the conversation regarding, uh, I don't know, which topic you want to talk about? Whatever Trump is talking about or Nikki Haley. That was a good one. Yeah. With her um, Civil War answer. She's I mean, got a new answer. Did you see it last night on the... Oh, you nope. got it. Play it. Play, Play it. it. It's not real long. Yeah. We got to talk Nikki um, Haley. Because you're familiar with Nikki Haley. It, it, I, she pulled out that I have black friends. I have black friends. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm not racist. I have I'm black friends. Exactly. Did she rent James Stevens the third? Oh! Did she? He said no. he was up for rent. He did, but I, I paid $10 my... an hour. He'll sit on your couch and I... you can call him his friend. <laughs> nope. I paid my bill. I'm his only client right now. <laughs> All right, here it is. Last night, CNN, Town Hall, whatever it was. You were asked to explain the cause of the Civil War. You obviously uh, did not mention slavery. And afterwards, you came up. You said that was a mistake. In fact, you said it should have been the first thing that you said. So you did come out and say that. Chris Christie, though, came out and said that you gave that answer not because in his, uh, in, you're, in his words, dumb or racist, but because you're, quote, unwilling to offend anyone by telling the truth. What do you say to that? No one's ever said that I am unwilling to offend. I offend plenty of people because I call people out when they do something wrong. Um, what I will tell you is Chris Christie is from New Jersey. I should have said slavery right off the bat. But if you mean? grow up in South Carolina, yeah. <laughs> it gets literally better. in second and third grade, you learn about slavery. You grow up and you have, you know, I had black friends growing up. It is a very talked about thing. We have a big history in South Carolina when it comes to, you know, slavery, when it comes to all the things that happened with the Civil War, all that. I was over, I was thinking past slavery. I was thinking past. I was thinking, yeah, so it's like, we we already know that, so I was just kind of ignoring that. It's a given. Past it, and I have black friends. Wow, she okay, had black friends growing up. She grew well, up. In, I don't. Yeah. Know. The great irony don't is that makes and Chris grew- Christie's from New Jersey. What does that mean? I don't know. What? I'm from New York. We learned about civil war and slavery. I'm from Wisconsin. Did you learn about civil war and slavery? Of we learned all yeah. about it. Doesn't everybody? I thought. <laughs> I don't know. There is a. Um, by the way, there's a Netflix drama, docudrama that is available. It's on the civil war and it talks about how the civil war is taught across the country. I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I'm sure it's just utter garbage, Okay. but I want to watch it. I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see what they've identified and, and frankly, how the civil war is being taught because it's a very important question. And the irony is she's being called on the carpet. You know, she's broken again with liberal orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. She's broken with the narrative. And so she's being called on the carpet because she's done one of the things you can't do. 
in this country, which is give an answer that's not the narrative. Mm-hmm. So if you if you ask about the Civil War and you don't immediately harp yeah, on slavery, here's the question: Why you're, you're called, was she asked that question and nobody else was? So that that she, just, she's the one who removed the flag, yeah, the Confederate flag. She made she, a very large gesture, yeah, about the Confederate flag and Confederacy in general, and, yes. and a lot of people that were sons of the Confederacy made a lot of people very mad. Sons and daughters of yeah. the Confederacy were very, very angry and insulted and highly offended. Yes, um, and so she she did something that actually fits their narrative. So why are they planting a question like that? Because she bungled it some other time before. Again, That's why. Long ago. Someone knew that about her history. We, we live in a world, Liz, where the facts, reality does not matter. If you break with the narrative, and the, and the funny thing is she's being called on the carpet for offending people because she didn't give the, 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 the orthodox response, and yet Chris Kirsty says her problem is she's afraid to offend people. Yeah. And he said <laughs> she wants to win I mean, favor with people in South Carolina. Yeah, That's which, what he said in that interview. Yes. He basically said she's currying favor with all her racist friends Mm -hmm. is what she's is what he he didn't say that. But that's what he doesn't have a racist bone in her her body. He said, see, and I want to be clear. I don't think I can speak for all three of us. I don't think she's a racist either. No, right. I don't want Julia to get that. That that I think she she maybe took that here on the Showtime Autoglass text line. Julia, we don't think she's a racist. I think she's a bumbling idiot. No, no, no. She's not. No, She's a flip flopper when she's a. Yeah. Goes where the wind blows. She's not even a flip flopper. She 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 just when whoever she's in front of, she's gonna say what she thinks they want to hear. Look, she's a wind blower. That's politics. Politics is a game of not addition. Just wind, politics mm-hmm. is a game of addition. So every time you ask a politician a question, what <laughs> what was that? That went right over our heads. Yeah, I was, I was listening right. to Reese. No, you missed it. Yeah, we'll play the tape. Um, so she, I think she was just trying to give an answer that wasn't going to offend anybody, that was mm-hmm. going to score some points with a, a wide group of people. The, you know, she some, was in a town hall with a bunch yeah. of Republicans, so she's going to say what she thinks they want to hear. She's going to say what she thinks is going to score a point, the score the largest, put the largest number of points on the board without offending people. Right. And so in that, on that level, Christy was right. How do you not mention slavery that's when good, you're talking about the That's Civil a very War. good question. That's a very good I question. I mean... Come on, you're running for president of the United States of America, not of South Carolina or not yeah. of Iowa. Yeah. All right, 732, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. The often imitated but never duplicated Music Fridays on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Stumpy wanted to hear this one. Oh, Iron Maiden, where Eagles dare.
First Choice Plumbing Services Music Friday. Thank you so much for your Showtime Autoglass text line. Requests for songs that mention a bird. Where Eagles Dare. We got a lot of eagles on the list. Yeah, a lot of songs written about eagles. All right, so we played Nikki Haley, I Have Black Friends, and now we have DeSantis also at the CNN Town Hall, and it has to do with January 6th. Now, this has social media, a small, small, teeny representation of what people in the real world think, but nevertheless, have them saying, that's it, I'm done with this guy over this. Patriotism. Did the January 6th insurrectionists display patronism? as some of them claim they did? No, of course not. I mean, that was not a good day for the country. Um, I think the Ooh. media has taken that, wow. and I think the left has taken that and really tried to politicize it, that but it was not, not a good, good day for the country. That was not a good answer. No, it really wasn't. There's a way to say what he said. He came off saying it uh, completely almost towing the company line. The company line. Which is January 6th, horrible day, worse than the Civil War, worse than Pearl Harbor. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. I, you know, I'm not, I don't hate DeSantis. I know you don't either. No. Well, he's not making it easy to like him. No, he's yeah. not. Oh, he did say something really I, cool about the flat tax, but things well, like that get more I attention. never said I liked Ron DeSantis. I've never said that. Uh, so I, I don't I appreciated his COVID stance when we started going yeah, in. The, in I mean, the, he, yeah, that's all. Yeah. He's done some great things as governor. It hasn't necessarily translated into a successful presidential campaign, mm-hmm. but you know, he has done some great things as governor. There's no doubt. Um, but that's a whole different issue. But to your point, Nick, you're right. He, I think he was trying to say something that was legitimate, but he just said it all wrong. You know, you, you exactly. don't, you don't, you don't just say, Oh yeah, it was like you, th- this whole business of the president campaigning on the greatest threat to American Democracy is MAGA Republicans. Yeah, what kind of world do they live in? I mean, are they for real? Do they do they actually believe that? And let's be honest. You can say what you want about January sixth. There was a lot of people that did some really crappy things. Yeah. But none of it, none of it, to me, paints any kind of picture of a true insurrection. If you look at the term, what the word means, of course not. It was riotous at times. It was certainly a protest. I get that. But I cannot stand this picture that they're painting for us, the media, the left, which, by the way, one in the same, obviously, because the Biden administration says one thing and the media runs with it. And that's how they do. We, well, we read a story yesterday, Liz, you and I. Let me ask this question. About Nick. a dangerous day the insurrection was on. What? Let, me, let me ask this question. It's, we're approaching the third anniversary of January 6th. Some people have been in jail since that date. Um, let me ask you this question. Have we still seen all the available body cam footage from every Capitol Police officer nope. that was on scene nope. on that horrendous day that was worse than Pearl Harbor? No. And the phone logs between Pelosi and all? Nope. Nope. As to the Vivek note. Ramaswamy so, says, the more he sees the video, how can you say that? It was an insurrection. Ding, ding. That's exactly what Vivek said. And she said, you said back then how horrible it was. And he goes, well, now I saw the video. I see evidence. She goes, well, who was that with Danabash? Remember he was talking to Danabash? Yes. About it. And he's like, well, I saw new evidence to say they were opening the doors and letting them in. She's like, well, people died. And he's like. People died. (laughs) But. Well, and that that is exactly Ashley on Bobbitt that is killed. exactly on point, Liz. And the bigger the question is why have we still not seen all the video? Because if you look at all the video, you realize 
that it wasn't Pearl Harbor, it wasn't an insurrection, and that that all these people are pursuing a narrative. They are living the the orthodox line, the company line, as you mm-hmm. just said. They're living the company line, and the company line is not true. He was calling it entrapment. He said the FBI and the police were entrapping them by shooting rubber bullets at them for no reason and blasting them with gas and whatever they were doing for no reason. And it would invoke a response so that they can say, oh, look, see. And so he was calling it entrapment. I really think that January 6th was no different than the Tea Party. If you scroll back the time wheel a few more years, a lot of people. It was a protest. On the mall. They were dressed funny. The only difference between the tea, the, the big Tea Party uh, productions and the January 6th is the folks on January 6th made the mistake of going in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And, and some people say they were led into the Capitol. Uh, you could walk into the Capitol. Yes. Anybody could walk into Anybody the Capitol. Walk in. You can't go into the Capitol and steal the lectern or, you know. Threaten people. Defecate. Or hit you, people. You can't do that. Yeah, you but can't, you can't do that anywhere. No. And you were allowed, they were being allowed in and ushered in. Now the police say, oh, well, that's because we didn't want, we were outnumbered. We didn't want to escalate the situation. That's what they said. I believe there are people, I don't know that we'll ever know the truth on this. Mm -hmm. I think there are people who said this could be just another Tea Party protest like we've had in the past, or we could have some kind of event here that will allow us to, to put all these people in jail and end this. How did I just wonder if I wish I could be a fly in, on the wall there? Yeah. I just wonder what caused that charge, the people climbing up on the side and the people going over the barricades. And what was that? Why were they pushing through the police line? Why did that happen? I'm just curious why that happened. Vivek has said he thinks there were FBI agents in the crowd that were seeding yes. mm-hmm. acts of violence. Other people have said that as well. Provoking acts of violence, encouraging people. I just, where's the evidence? We got to storm the Capitol. So we got to. We, the people say, oh, we have video. What does Clay Higgins say? Oh, I have video of, of federal FBI agents going in and coming out in MAGA gear. We have Ray Epps who was fakely charged recently. Well, fakely. It's not the first time that they did that, by the way. FBI agents coming dressed as whatever they need to incite the crowd a little bit. It's one thing if they were doing it to monitor the crowd. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it turned out they were inciting the crowd, which then leads to entrapment. That's what I'm trying to say. Like there is, there are undercover police officers in many, many situations sure, working riotous crowds just so they have an inside track as to what is the temperature of the crowd but you don't have them encouraging bad behavior violent behavior now if we can have evidence of that it's not a crime for the fbi to go in and dress like one of them to monitor the situation no that's common practice they do that all the time where is the evidence that they encourage them well there's there's evidence ray epps is said to not be an informant or an fbi agent why why let's 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 say this there's evidence that undercover i don't have it in front of me but i've read there's evidence that fbi undercover agents were participating in planning meetings prior to the January 6th protest. And if they were participating in planning meetings, why weren't they the source of solid intel that would have prepared the Capitol and the defense around the Capitol 
for any eventuality that that this might occur. Because the you can from the video yes, that we've Nancy already Pelosi. seen from the video that we've already seen, it's mm-hmm. patently obvious well, that they that they were like almost intentionally unprepared. How about from the horse paste ivermectin's mouth? I don't know what that means. Uh, our secret FBI informant, Fox Mulder. Headquarters wouldn't even let me see the video and wanted me to charge people. People are going to win entrapment arguments, in my opinion, and there will be overturned sentences. Uh, we have spoken with, via text line, Showtime Out of Glass text line, with Fox Mulder. That's his name. That's what mm-hmm. he's always been. He former FBI agent. Mm-hmm. He has told us a lot of things like this. Yeah. That he has seen the video that we have, none of us have seen. And he said he hasn't seen it. No, no, no. Not in this particular case, but there is video out there that exists. And we, the public has not seen it. The stuff that's been released right. with Tucker and all that stuff. Yeah. He says it's ridiculous. I'm paraphrasing all the previous texts he sent the, us. There it's is, not what they're telling us. There is no reason. As we know. There is no, what possible legitimate reason could there be, Nick, for why, and I'm very disappointed with Mike Johnson on this, why is every single bit of data that was collected by the January 6th committee. Now we're being told that some of it has well, been lost. It, yeah, some of it's been erased and lost and damaged. And- That's criminal. That's the destruction Oops. of Oops, of potentially sorry. exculpatory evidence, Oops, Liz. That's sorry. criminal. Then put him in jail. Put, put, I, Liz, Cheney, put Liz Cheney in jail. They want to investigate the... They want to investigate the January there is 6th no, committee. There is no reason why all <laughs> of that ridiculous. information should not be dumped on a thumb drive, put on the internet, and let everybody look at it. Let every person who wants to look at every bit of video that was taken on the Capitol of January 6th, yeah. look at it. Why yeah. on earth would all that information and not be public? And journalists would do, because they work for the people, is comb through all of that. Well, not only that, but Glenn well, Beck says that about that and also the Epstein stuff. Why is one guy, Christopher Ray, assumably... Is that the right word? Uh, in charge of all of this information. And why does he get to decide what we get to see or not? Including January 6th, including yeah. Epstein stuff. Yeah. Remember, they've got thousands of videos, hard disks, all that stuff. And none of it, all of it's sealed up. Uh, what, and again, Nick, what is the public policy argument that says the, the Johns, the list of customers, the videos, all of that stuff. I mean, obviously some of it's going to be graphic. But why, what is the public policy argument that says that somebody should keep that a secret? People have a right to know. 751 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers and Reese Boyd III. We'll be wrapping up with Reese in just a moment. Music Fridays on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings, learn to fly. Number one requested song this morning All so far. Hmm. Beatles, Blackbird. This is the first one I thought you of. You were only waiting for this moment to arrive. There you go. All right. Sounds good. 755 on the Liz Calloway Show. Thank you so much, much for joining us on the uh, First Choice Plumbing and Services. First Choice Plumbing Services Music Friday. The theme is Bird, and we appreciate all your requests on the Showtime Autoglass text line. Coming up at 8.05, we're going to have Scott Harper of Gab News Online. 8.30, Fridays with Congressman Russell Fry. And, of course, uh, Magadon will be joining us with a MAGA hat giveaway at 9.05. All right, Reese, what else is on your mind? Those threats to democracy, those MAGA Republicans. I know, they're so, those MAGA hatters. So dangerous. <laughs> For sure. Well, we're going to be talking about uh, January 6th. 
of course, Saturday morning coffee tomorrow will be the January right. 6th anniversary. Oh, of- yeah. That's right. Tomorrow it is. Tomorrow and I, is the big day. And Joe Biden, the president, was supposed to do his speech tomorrow, but it got changed to today. He's going to do a speech about yep. the horrible threat that MAGA Republicans represent to American democracy. You know, I thought about it, Liz. How is it that conservatives have failed? How have we lost? Mm-hmm. You know, progressives want to progress the country, society, culture, the political environment to the left, to this utopia that they visualize in their mind. It doesn't exist anywhere on the planet, by the way, but they have this idea for how the world ought to be. Conservatives want to conserve what's best. And I was thinking to myself, where do we lose? It's like you hit, you've already hit the nail on the head. I feel like we lost it in our schools. We lost it in journalism school. You know, yeah. we've lost it over several decades. And, and, and now we live in a world where the president is blaming us for all the problems that we face. I say just bedrock conservative Americans who want to preserve what's good about this country. We're now being told by the sitting president that we're the biggest threat to democracy in America. I mean, that is so insane. I can't even get my head around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's well, where we are. Well, um, it's it's a, a fake label. It's like a label we're all dealing with. Yeah. We're all being forced to kind of live with this label that we're MAGA terrorists. But I, I, I really do wish there were, you know, more influx of, of younger people. I mean, we keep hearing about Turning Point USA. Mm-hmm. We just definitely need more young people. Uh, every time we look out into those rallies, there's a lot of gray hair. That's what it seems like to oh, yeah. me. Hey, let me give a shout out real quick. I know we're out of time to the uh, the Ori County Republican Party going to be meeting Monday night, six okay. o'clock, and we'll we got to have some very very young Republicans. Okay, got a young man in high school going to be going to be speaking to us. Uh, Russell Fry is going to be there. There'll be a representative from the Trump campaign and also from the Nikki Haley campaign. So y'all come out and join us six p.m. Monday night at uh, Journey Church there at Palmetto Point Boulevard, and uh, we'd love to see a big crowd. All right. No DeSantis spokesperson? No, thus far, there are two campaign reps who will be there. Right. Uh, one from Donald Trump. Should be a great talk. Great okay. guy. Uh, you're and, not going to go see Kamala Harris tomorrow at this church? <laughs> you know, Nick, I, I, I put so in... So surprised in you. I put in my for my tickets, and unfortunately, they were just they were sold out. I'm so sorry. I won't be able to join you. <laughs> I know. They filled that uh, the little conference room of about 12 real quick. Real quick. Yeah, it was quick. And isn't that March of Life happening on Saturday? That is. Yeah. Happening Saturday morning at the Capitol in Columbia. Yeah. I heard so. the uh, Lieutenant Governor talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of our our listeners are going there. Too. Yeah. Carol right. Jean. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so your show will be on tomorrow, 7 a.m., Saturday morning coffee, Saturday right morning here coffee. on Talk 94.5. Don't miss it. And uh, have a good Friday. Thanks. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Be blessed. We'll see you next week. All right.